Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. N-Fab.com. Proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. And uh, great guys. Jeep, truck, your SUV parts. They've got it. Whatever you need. Uh, they're a big part of the sport. And they're a big part of the team, JGR team with uh, Nicoletti, Barsha, and Pike. And as well as the Ampro Yamaha Off-Road Team. N-Fab.com. Like I said, check them out for truck accessories. They're good companies, good guys. Also, too, Scott Sports and Rocky Mountain ATV uh, MC and uh, and Pro Taper. And speaking of Pro Taper, on this podcast we have the uh, another fantasy expert, Pro Taper brand manager Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for doing this, buddy. No problem. The micro bar and grips program is on the KJSC. And I imagine that's a big a deal for you guys, and I'm sure they're doing well. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's really cool because it's given us a platform to finally market that product to our specific demographic. So I mean, we're getting 15 unique customers every time that um, yeah. every time that you know that, that KJSC has an event. So uh, it's awesome. Um, I I'm proud to be dealing with KTM and be a part of KTM, obviously, because they do a lot of great things. So. It's all it's all good. I'm excited for it. Yeah, it's been going great, and uh, yeah, it's great. Ah, good good to hear. Yeah, for sure. So on this podcast, we're going to cover Moto Dynasty on the Racer X Online site, the Rocky Mountain uh, Fantasy podcast or Rocky Mountain Fantasy game, where I uh, we pick the top five, and then you pick a wild card. I did talk to Ray Butts down there at Rocky Mountain, so I'm going to drop his audio in where we we converse about the wild card, and of course, Motocross Fantasy Handicap League. You only pick four riders. You can't pick. You can't pick the same riders two weeks in a row. And uh, so, Paul, we had an interesting week in fantasy because, one, the 250 E series kicked off, so none of us really knew what was going on. And, two, uh, this week is Daytona, which is a different race, probably the most unique race of the year, and results could change up from that. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to talk about a little bit about Daytona and recapping the week that was. I don't know if you have your stats in front of you or not, but it wasn't a good week for me in Moto Dynasty. We'll start with Moto Dynasty. And uh, it was a really – I mean, if you think about the, the positions, though, um, Muscan in second, Chad in third, Anderson further back, Eli Tomac further back, and Shorty didn't make it, and things like that, Will Hahn, Nicoletti all hurt. So the scores probably weren't too good, and I think my scores kind of reflected that. Out of the top 12 guys, I had – oh, and Kennard, too. Kennard didn't even make the top 12. So out of the top 12, I had Weimer in 12th and Trey in 5th. In, uh, I missed out on Bogle, and I missed out on Porcel as far as the top 12 guys. And I picked Ryan Dungey to win a heat, and he didn't do that either. So it wasn't a good week for me. JT actually pulled away a little bit on me, so which kind of sucks because I was about 15, 20 points back of him. But uh, yeah. crazy, crazy night in uh, in Atlanta for sure. For sure, Atlanta always seems to be crazy. Like I remember the year Ryan Mills and Steve Martin's got into a fist fight. I remember the, an altercation with Grant Langston and somebody else went to Atlanta's Jimmy, always weird. J- so. Jimmy Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was more of the same in Atlanta um, for sure. Muskin and Chad were. Obviously, probably a surprise to people because of how the results been in the past. But again, those guys are 
mm-hmm. Chad, you can always expect to pop up there whenever he wants, it seems like. And, um, and Marvin was unbelievably good. Like, I'm still so bummed for him that he didn't win that race. But, yeah, so I, I would imagine your score is, is on par with everybody's. I think everybody had a, a difficult week in Atlanta. Yeah, I didn't nail anybody correctly. I was, uh, dude, it was not good. I was, uh, Oh, actually, I'm sorry. I got Ryan Dungey right in first at 30 points. Other than that, it was a bunch of 10s. I got Pike was two off, so I got 15 points for him in Moto Dynasty. Just a, a disaster, shit show of a week. So, anyways, we'll move on from that. Um, we're still going with, like, looking forward to, and this covers the Rocky Mountain game as well as the Moto Dynasty, Moto Dynasty League. We're telling people that... Um, Dungey and Roxon should be 1-2 in some order. Uh, obviously, Roxon won Dallas. Do you still think with that, Daytona, would you put them in some – I mean, I'm going Dungey, but I could understand someone picking Roxon, but you got to go with those two still top two, right? I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, I really like Dungey to win, but I have a feeling, based on how they've done there in the past, based on how their season has gone, where they're at, I am really high on Marvin Muskin and Cole Seeley to be to be up there in the mix at Daytona. Um, so obviously, yeah, Roxon's a how do you not pick him? But again, some of the strategy in this game is you have to sometimes go a little bit different. You can't always do the same thing, and 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 maybe Daytona is a weekend for some parity. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I don't disagree with you that Dungey and Roxon could be one and two, but. I am more high on Dungey being one, and then I think it's a mix-up of Sealy, Muskin, and Roxon for those next three spots. Well, Muskan got fourth or fourth or third there on a 350 a couple of years ago, so he, he exactly. he's been there and he's done yeah. well. Um, Sealy, I think Sealy did well there last year, but when I think of Sealy, yeah. when I think of that track, I think it's rough, it's gnarly, even though it's you know so much different than Daytona of of our youth, but it's still rough and gnarly and. I just feel like maybe guys that are a little more able to hang it out, a Tomac and Anderson. I know Chad, you can't count Chad out at Daytona. Um, he's obviously very good there. I like all those guys, and, and maybe Marvin, to beat Sealy. But the counter to your your deal, Paul, what you're saying is precision from Marvin and Sealy, making jumps out of the breaking bumps, selecting lines, having good throttle control, those are things that Marvin and Cole do well, and that's why they're going to do well at Daytona, you think? Yeah, yeah, it's that for sure. It's their past results there. I mean, years ago you could say, oh, it's you know, it's the Explorer guys. They have a different way to prepare. They always build these Daytona sections. But now you can all of Team Honda has been at Red Dogs all week. All of KTM has been at um, Alden's all week or the Nest or wherever it's at. So everybody is preparing for Daytona. but. Right. Sealy was extremely explosive there last year. I think he was going for the lead when he ran into a tough block trying to pass Dungey. I think he was, I think he was uh, due to be on the podium in, in in Atlanta or near there. And and him and Muskin starts are very good. And I think the, looking at the track layout and you know like a year ago I think or maybe two years ago they widened pit lane at Daytona, so they cut the infield down even further. So where we the place we have to put our track is smaller than it's ever been in the past. Yeah, it's tight. Um, it's and, a tight and, track. Yeah, and yeah, and looking at the track map, I mean, it is not it is not old school Daytona. It's not even Daytona of two or three years ago. Like, there's no more long straightaway along along the the right. track. You know, the speedway, and I think it's tight. Um, I think Marvin and Cole Seeley's fitness, their precision, and their good starts are going to 
give them a bump in my eye at Daytona. Yeah. And, you know, it's a Honda race, too, and Sealy's going to want to do good for all his Honda bigwigs. Like, that's a big deal for, yeah. for Honda is Daytona. Yeah, it's huge for sure. What about Chad? I think I think this gives him confidence again. You know, you never know with Chad. God, he's, he's gone up I, and down, but I, this is good for him. I, I agree 100%, and um, I think – I think I'll put Chad in there if he gets a start there, but I don't. I can't put Chad in there if he doesn't start up there. And his starts have been a little inconsistent as of late. But yeah, you can't count him out, man. I, I think. I think regardless, I'd put him in the top five, six. Regardless. Right. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. So why are you a little down on Anderson and Roxon? Not down per se, but just not going to do as well. Do you think? I really don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I don't know. I mean, it's so hard. The class is so good. Oh, it is. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go on. I'll go on gut instinct. Anderson starts have been the least inconsistent. The least consistent of that entire group. So that's why I'm putting him back a, a few more notches. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, what about Tomac? What do you think about uh, Eli? And like, in one way, it could be his strength: outdoor ruts, everything else, but. In another way, it just hasn't gone that well, anyways. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think it definitely plays into his strength. You know, a little rougher track, but again, I, the track isn't going to be that much high speed or, or right. I don't know. It's it's it, it's it's going to boil down to starts. I'm sorry, but like he needs to get better starts. Um, I mean, it's probably the first year that it, it is the first year he'll be on that new bike at Daytona with a new team, so. I think approaching that race is always a little different, um, and he's never approached it with the people around him. But, yeah, the people around him have won that race multiple, multiple, multiple times. Mm-hmm. So he should be very good. But uh, the only thing holding him back right now is his starts. If he would start up front and run the lead pace more often, he's going to turn himself into a race winner by the end of the year. But he's getting stuck, not getting starts, and he's riding a pace and around people that he is better than, I feel. But he's you have to get the starts to play that game, I feel, and he's not getting them. From the top 12 last week, if you want to say who's going to drop out and who's going to go in, um, you know, with Motor Dynasty, you got to pick the top 12. I like Porcel and Bogle to drop out, and I think I'll put Trey Kennard, obviously, back in there. And uh, from there, maybe Weimer, maybe Jake. I just I, Bogle's fitness hasn't been the greatest. And Porcells as well. Um, I think by the end of the Daytona, Christoph could could be feeling it. So if if there's anybody who's going to drop out of last week twelve, and I'm not saying these guys are going to for sure do it, if there's anybody who's going to drop out, you got to think Connard's going to take one spot. And I'm going to go with Weimer maybe to get back in there. Yeah, that's that's so hard. Um, I, I I agree with you. I mean, Trey should be up back in there for sure. Um, I can't think of a guy that'll drop out. I guess Bogle's a, a good, you know, it's his first 450 Daytona, but he's been there on a 250 plenty of times. But I don't remember him ever being spectacular on a 250 there. Right. So, and, and you know, when the jump from an amateur to a 250 is is big, but then the jump from a 250 to a 450 is big as well. So I think if you're not amazing on a 250, it'll show more on a on a yeah. 450. But I mean, is is Baggett coming back this weekend? Because he is. he's one that I would. He is one back. that I would put in the top 12 at Daytona. Even with as much time as he's missed, hundred percent. Yeah, I think um, Blake is very. I, well, I shouldn't say just Blake. All these riders are very mental, and Blake has a great feeling just going to the speedway. He right. had great success there in the past. He thinks it plays into his hand. 
he's extremely good as it gets rougher, as it gets ruddier, as you know, with the rut being hard, you know, dirt being hard to see and all that. I think he excels when the conditions become a little shittier. And uh, I think he'll be awesome. I think he'll be in the top 12. I do not agree with you. We'll have to see how it goes. Um, you know who else has created magic at Daytona? The number seven. Is there any way you put seven into your top 12? No. No, uh-huh. me Sorry. neither. <laughs> no, me neither. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. I just, I don't see Sorry. it. Not not yet, no. Um, for, for the RM, uh, Rocky Mountain, uh, RMFantasySX.com league, the wild card is seventh place, Parabinos. Now, when I look at the stats, Ooh. when I look at the stats from the year, the average for Marvin is a 7.4. I'd like him to maybe beat that. The average for Millsaps yeah. is an 8.3. He's next, closest to seventh place. And i like Davey to probably beat that. Kennard's gotten seventh twice. I think he can beat that. And, uh, yeah, I just I don't like it. The stats show me who to pick for seventh, but I don't like any of these guys for seventh. Maybe Brayton? Yeah, I, I think Brayton, Brayton, I'm uh, sorry, Brayton, Kennard, and Millsaps are all are all good picks, I think, for seventh. Um, uh, it's hard to pick one, obviously, but yeah. you have to at some point. So it's it's hard. I think you need to look at the starts people are getting again. Yeah. And I would say Canard starts are the worst out of all those all those three. Uh huh. Um, so maybe I put Canard seventh because I mean he's he's so good and he's shown so much speed, but at the same time in the main event, and that's what we're talking about for this game and for points. You have to look at history in the main events, and they haven't been that great. So, and that's again because of starts. So, if he continues to start where he is, I'll put him seventh over, over, over Brayton and Millsaps. Yeah, Brayton. Uh, Brayton's best is uh, eight point, or average finish is eight point eight. His uh, deviation from eight eight point eight is only one point eight five. So it's super low. Um, he basically gets around eighth, up or down, uh, each week. Each week. Now, of course, Atlanta was good for him. So. You know, maybe maybe Brayton is a good guy. Maybe Brayton is a good pick. Yeah. Again, I think you need to look at practice times when it, when we're talking about this now because Brayton was on fire all day at Atlanta. Yeah. You saw that he qualified higher than he ever did. So if that's the same case at Daytona, then you need to put you need to figure he's going to finish somewhere around fifth, sixth, seventh. But if he's qualifying worse, maybe he's going to be outside the top seven. So I I, I consult consult practice times. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Paul Parabinos from ProTaper.com on the NFAB RacerX podcast. Uh, before we get too far along, uh, Scott Sports, established in 1958, scott-sports.com. Follow him on Instagram, Scott Motorsports, Facebook, and, uh, of course, they do the Monster Energy Pro Circuit team, the Auto Trader JGR team, BTO Sports KTM, Canard and Baggett, Porcel, they all wear Scott. We all know Scott Goggles have been around forever, and uh, besides that, mountain biking, cycling, winter sports, Scott Goggles, scott-sports.com. Uh, let's go on to two fifties a little for here, Paul, for Moto Dynasty. We'll get into Moto Motocross Fantasy uh, at the end. The Moto the two fifty class, I think it played out kind of how I thought, except with one exception: Davalos, Malcolm, Plessinger, Martin, and Hill. A nice top five, and I think a clear separation from everybody else going forward from here. The only guy that let me down was Bowers. I really thought Bowers could massage his lack of prep into a top five, and he was terrible. So, do you think, first question, do you think Bowers can be better? Can he get, is he going to get back up there? Um, 
that's tough. I mean, I'm very close friends with obviously all the PC guys, and and I kind of knew he was underprepared and not that ready. But at the same time, yeah, I, I thought right. Atlanta didn't go as Atlanta didn't go very well, even no. considering he wasn't underprepared. So, and I don't think Daytona's the best track. For, no, no, for no. To bounce back on, and especially <laughs> maybe for him to bounce bounce back on. So yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What about my? I don't, t- I don't yeah. look for him to improve that much this weekend. I guess. I don't like. I like that top five to be a top five again in some order, don't you? Is there a guy that can I, get I, into that top five? I like. Um, I like Plessinger a lot for Daytona. A lot. Okay. Um, I like. I like Marty a lot. I like Malcolm, um, Jeremy Martin, of course. But his starts are atrocious, so he needs to pick oh, that. But terrible. I think. We, I think. I think one thing you need to look at again, and, and I don't know this for sure, is you need to look at practice and see how long the lap times are. And that, I think, really plays a key factor, especially in a 250 class. Like, I mean, if we're looking at a, a minute 10 lap time and not nothing crazy long, but if we're dealing with like a 140 lap time, then you need to get the guys that are not quitters and are best, like, haul ass all the way to the end, you know, and that's Aaron Plessinger, that's Jeremy Martin, that's. You know, that those are the gnarly in shape guys that will make a difference at Daytona, especially in that class. Yeah, but the one thing, Paul, about it is, uh, I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. I just think the lap times, looking at the track map, they're, they're going to be a minute. They have to be around a minute for Super TV. Like, they're not going to be gnarly. Yeah, you know? I mean, you would you would think that. But, again, Daytona has always been longer in the past. And, and again, I, again, you have to look at the lap time. So, if it's... If it's a minute or something, it's not as big of a deal. But if we're dealing with like a 130 or 140, then yeah, I, I, you need to. I'm I'm way higher on Aaron Plessinger or, or or Jeremy Martin if they have more time to get the job done. But, right. Um, yeah, you just got to look at that. JT, welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. the, we were just talking to for the E Series for uh, Moto Dynasty, and I was telling Paul that Davalos, Malcolm, Plessinger, Martin, and Hill. Are my top five going into Daytona? In some order, of course. I'll have to look at practice and everything else. I don't think Marty's going to win again. I really don't. If he does, I think you know, all credit to Tim Ferry. But um, Bowers, was way, <laughs> Bowers was way worse than I thought he'd be, and I'm not ready to put him into that top five. So out of Davalos, Stewart, Plessinger, Martin, and Hill, do you agree with that? That, that could be your top five coming, in, coming out of Daytona? Yeah, I think so. I didn't see anybody else that – made a really strong case to remove those guys. You no. know, I mean, Justin Hill came from pretty much last to uh, to get in there. Um, you know, McElrath is still coming off an injury. Otherwise, I think he would be a candidate. And then, as you said, Bowers showed nothing where I would put him on a, a tougher track and a longer race into that top five. So uh, everyone else has got a really tough argument to make to, to displace any of those five new names. Yeah. And my, my results, by the way, from Atlanta, as bad as the, the 450s were, 250s were even worse. I had McElrath, Tonus, Resland, Audet, and Wetland all into the top, into the top 12, and five guys. I almost got half the order wrong. That's incredible. You can't do that if you try. So, um, I think it was the same for everybody though. With that, it was. Uh, I mean, next to impossible to get these guys right. If you if you know anything about racing, which obviously if you're playing fantasy, most people do. Uh, you were way off on this weekend in both classes. It was just a very, very abnormal weekend for finishing. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think uh, – who's your winner, Paul? Uh, Daytona, Tubiti? Yeah. Aaron Plessinger. Really, huh? Huh? I like Mookie. I think Mookie can do it. I really do. I, I mean, JT, is, what do you think? 
I like Mookie as well. Uh, I like uh, my top three, and I think, honestly, all three of them could win. Uh, I would take Plessinger, Martin, and Mookie as my three favorites, and I know that's you know, not really going on on a limb by any yeah. means, but I think all three of those have a very, very good shot at winning this weekend. And um, of, the, of those three, I would probably take Mookie as the most likely, but I think all three of those guys have a great chance. Yeah, I think I think I'd agree. Um, who won last year? Who won it last year? We had a uh, was that, that was Marvin uh, Marvin and Bogle. East would have been Marvin, right? Yeah, would have been so Marvin. How did Jeremy Martin do? Uh, I want to say he got third, third. third or yeah. fourth. Why do I? I remember I remember him being extremely fast all day. Yes, and again, yes. we've all seen him go through a rutted corner, and I was I was like, he was doing this triple onto a tabletop out of a rutted corner that some of the four fifties are struggling to do. And he was sending it all day. But again, you have to get a start and he yeah. didn't and you can go as fast as you want all day, but if you start tenth or fifteenth, good yeah. luck. You're not gonna get there. So McElrath's the top twelve guy, right? Would put him back in there, JT? I think you have to. Okay. Uh, his fitness isn't proven yet. Right. I know that's going to be an issue because he only rode for like three weeks or something. Uh, but, yeah, I think you have to put him in the top 12. He's he's that yeah. good. So, Tonus, do we have to put Tonus in the top 12? I don't I think would you say have yes, to. But, <laughs> yeah, the guy crashed every time he's on the track other than the LCQ. I yeah. mean, every time. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, you have to put RJ Hampshire in the Hampshire in the top twelve. No, no, for sure. No, I'm t- I'm talking about the guys that like I picked Didn't weren't in there. Yeah, that weren't in there. Uh, um, uh, okay. Hampshire stamp at top twelve for sure. Um, Resland is hurt. Bloss is filling in for him. Um, Audette in the top twelve, or is that a little more risky? You know what? Bloss, Audette, and Welton were in a battle to the death the entire race. Uh huh. So keep. You know, having said that, all three of those guys could come onto the show and make a very strong case for themselves for why they should be in there. Right. But I think it's I think you're just flipping a coin between all three of them for who would be maybe that 11 or 12th place guy uh, because they were so close. I mean, I watched their practices, their heat race, and right. the main event, and they were just battling every time they were on the track. So good um, luck guessing between those three. Paul, would you put would you put Bowers after we just destroyed him for how bad he looked? Would you still put Bowers in the top 12 though? I would. Yeah, I think of so. course. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's he's too good to not be there. Yeah. I mean, it was a, a meltdown of effort proportions last weekend, and he still got eighth. Yeah. So you have to put him in there. Do you agree, Paul? Put him in top 12, Bowers? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think, I mean, he's in the top 10 all day, even if he has a bad day. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I think Whitland gets in there, too. I do. I think he does. Welton. How do we feel about no, uh, Jesse Wetland? Jesse Wetland. Okay. All right. Yep. Bichelia was not that good couldn't in practice. Bichelia? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> he has, he's, <laughs> he's got a black swing arm, so it's hard to miss. Or a black frame and a swing arm, so I, I'm going to miss him out there at night in Daytona. I, I, the, the only well, reason I, I, I can guess is not, not, not from his results last weekend, just from his experience, and I think experience helps a little bit at Daytona. And um, that's the only reason I'm bringing him into the picture. He's raced there at least before where – Bloss and, and Welton are new there. Audette is very steady, but he's just a little bit too slow and steady, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's very um, steady for sure. Yeah. Just to show you how you know invisible um, uh, Michelle was out there, I didn't even realize he had rode the last practice. Steve had to correct me because uh, I, I swore that he missed that last practice. And, yeah. Uh, his time was terrible, but he was out there, and then you know, he's kind of like that all day. He's out there, but not really doing anything to stand out. 
Are we on the Durham bandwagon? Are we are we on the Durham? I was just gonna ask. Okay. Yeah. Where I was just gonna ask is he in the is he in the top twelve? And that's a well. I think that's a maybe for me. He surprised the shit out of me. I'm gonna be honest. Um, me too. I, he did. Yeah. I, JT top twelve Durham. Yeah, top twelve, top twelve. Uh, I don't think you're gonna see anything top five ish out of him because I don't think he's in shape for it. From watching him, I just don't think it's there right. at that level, but. He, his talent, his talent brings him into that top twelve, and his starts are on point. Um, he was up front every time, uh, so yeah, I, I do think he'll be top twelve. I just don't think we're going to see anything like we saw where he's like winning a race or in the battle for any of that. I just, I don't think he's prepared enough uh-huh. uh, for that uh, with the level of competition that's out there. I mean, you, you could see such a marked difference between guys like Hill and Mookie and Plessinger, and then Durham. And that's not right. a knock on Durham. It's just, it's yeah. just speaks to how high the level is right now. Yeah, no, I think, I think like I said, that top five from last weekend, I'd put that back into your top five in some order. I wouldn't put Marty up top, but um, I also wouldn't. If you put Marty up top, I don't think that's crazy talk. He looked good, you know, but just Daytona's probably not his place. But, well, and, and I guess the, the only ball. reason I... Here's a tough. Go what ahead. About, um, what, about, what about Alex Fry? No. No, I'm no. sorry, Alex Fry. Just to finish with Durham, though, I think... The only reason I made that point was, you know, last year, obviously years before that, but even last year, this was a guy going in that were like, you know what, he could be a guy in this class. You know, that's why he had a Troy Lee deal. That's why, you know, he won a race, uh, and that's why he had a Mitch, you know, Mitch Payton deal, because uh, he was that guy. But I just, don't, I just don't see that. So, for whatever we were hoping for from him, I think top tens are realistic, but he's just not that winning level anymore. Yeah. Fry was a surprise, Paul, but I don't know, man. I still like, you know, I still think that Tonus can be in there and McElrath can be in there. So if you look at a top 12, you know, I think we're, we we have eight, nine, ten guys locked in. and So now you got to start dumping dudes off because of McElrath and Tonus. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree. I just wanted to hear what you guys' opinions were because I was surprised by him last week as well. Right. But if there's one thing I do know about him, I, I believe he's in very good shape. Um so maybe that means he's he's there again, but he can also easily crash right. again. Um, JT, before before we got you on, we talked about um, Baggett coming back. Is he in your top twelve? You know what? You know Baggett got on the podium last year. It was the only race of the year. Uh, obviously, we talked about it a ton with my you know bet that we threw out there. But I just I don't know. He looks so far off. At the last race we saw him at, I'm going to have to see, you know, I'm, I'm basically going to go off the eye test in right. practice uh, because we, we honestly don't have enough information. We don't know the extent of his injuries. We don't know how he's been doing, if he's been riding or if he's just been sitting on a couch. But we do know that he rides Daytona exceptionally well. You know, it's the only place he could really, yeah. uh, well, you know, exert dominance in the 250 class. And then obviously getting on the podium in the 450 class speaks for itself so paul sure on paper yeah. on paper he's a top 12 guy but i'm gonna have to wait and see paul says stamp at top 12 i'm with you i'm like eh, i don't know so i i'm i'm very okay with putting him on there but he's gonna have to show me that he's good to go in practice right uh any way that you pick the number seven who's created memories for us at daytona yeah. into the top 12 jt well i shouldn't i shouldn't be so hasty top 12 is a possibility I just don't I don't like it yet. Okay. I don't think that his fitness level right now works with Daytona. 
And, you know, obviously getting 14th in Atlanta, a race he's won multiple times, doesn't bode well for him. Uh, so I don't, I don't think there's a risk-reward there quite yet. Uh, I think there are other guys. You know, I, I would honestly feel more comfortable with a guy like Baggett than I do with Stu. Yeah. Um, and and that, that should tell you kind of where I'm at with Stu right there. If I'm willing to pick Blake Baggett over James Stewart, that should tell you plenty. RMFantasySX.com, JT, give us your seventh-place guy. That is the wild card. guy in the 450 main event, I'm going to pick – uh man, that's a, that's a tough one. There's so many guys. Um, Marvin, Marvin, I'll go. I'll go, Mil, I'll go Millsaps. Marvin has has uh, has made seventh. One of the, but um, he, picked, he picked one of the he picked one of the three that we that we talked about. Steve, so. Yeah, yeah, Brayton, Millsaps, and uh, I forget who the other Kennard. guy was. Kennard, yeah. So I just don't think Trey gets seventh. I think he gets like fourth or fourteenth. I I could go with that. Yeah. The only reason I had him for seventh. JT is, is because his starts just haven't been good enough, and I think um, he's shown so much speed in practice, but not enough togetherness and 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 starts in the main event. To I don't know, that's that's why I have him in seventh, just because he's going to keep getting starts where he's at. That's where he's going to get because the other guys are damn good. Yeah, I just think he's going to either do really well and maybe maybe even better than fourth. I think he's just going to send it and it's going to work or it's not. I just don't see him on a track that is so treacherous and can bite you in so many ways, I don't see him, if he crashes, getting seventh. He's either going to get a really good finish or a really bad finish. That's my prediction. It could be totally wrong, but that's why, the way I see it unfolding. Does Benny Bloss get a bit of a bump from uh, his, his uh, cycle trader ride into the top 12? JT, you talked about him battling, but can he get in the top 12? He can. Sure he can. Uh, he rode great. You know, he was nervous all day and all that. Um, I think his equipment will be better. Uh, having said that, I have no idea what his bike was like last weekend. Right. But I, I do think the cycle trader bikes are pretty good. Uh, so I think it'll help him. And I think, you know, he doesn't have much supercross experience, but he has a ton of outdoor experience, uh, winning national championships at Loretta's, et cetera. Uh, so I think he'll be better in nature at Daytona just in general, just right. because he's more comfortable with that environment. So I, I look for him to improve on his finish just based on that alone. All right, this is the NFAB RacerX Fantasy Moto Podcast, n-fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas. Great supporters of the sport. Jeep, truck, or SUV parts, check them out. Paul Parabinos from ProTaper.com uh, is on the line, as well as JT. Uh, I, I talked to Ray Butts from uh, RMFantasySX.com about the game, and, and we broke down some strategy earlier today and also talked about how I never, ever, ever have gotten that wild card right, and neither has he. <laughs> so uh, listen to this uh, little drop-in interview with Ray, and where we break down some Rocky Mountain uh, ATV MC fantasy games, and we'll be right back to talk some motocross fantasy. All right, everybody, the fantasy game here on the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Motocross Show, the fantasy game that I suck at the most is rmfantasysx.com. It's Rocky Mountain uh, MC ATV's fantasy game that's incredibly popular, and uh, I'm, I'm terrible at it. It's got the top five 450s <laughs> week in, week out, and you got to pick a wild card. Getting the wild card is big. It's uh, it's really important, and I've yet to get even one, and that really frustrates me and gets me upset. But uh, what I wanted to do was uh, get a guy uh, from Rocky Mountain on here, maybe to help me out. Maybe he's better at this because he owns the damn game, created it and all that. It's uh, Ray Butts. What's up, Ray? How are you? Good. No, yeah, not a whole lot going on. Just uh, 
doing the day-to-day grind. But, hey, don't feel bad. I've been playing for three years, and I don't think I've got the wild card one. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah, I won't. RockyMountainATVMC.com. How's business, first of all? Everything good? Order's doing well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's starting, to, it's starting to tick up. I think the weather's breaking. It's been a pretty hard winter, at least out here for us. It's been uh, pretty gnarly, and I think that's kind of tamped down everyone's spirits a little bit. But it looks mm-hmm. like uh, it's starting to break. Good, good to hear. Now, you guys got a, of course, you got a team that's uh, going to all the races, the Bracken Hall, Kyle Chisholm, yep. you started out with. Now, um, Chisholm, good pick, hurt early on, a shoulder, looking like he's going to come back for the outdoors. I think that, you know, that sucks for him and you that he never really got a chance to show much on the team. And, um, yeah, that's a little bummer. Yeah, for sure. But then you go and pick up the people's champion, Seven Deuce Deuce, Adam Entenap. And again, that's a um, that's a nice job by you guys. And Bracken's also done pretty well. And uh, Adam makes the main, and then uh, yeah, breaks his leg. The, the, the Rocky Mountain Supercross team is uh, is really showing some adversity this year, fighting through some. Oh, dude, it's been so rough. I'm starting to feel like it's Spinal Tap, and we're trying to get a drummer. You know? Yeah, really, I right? Mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty funny. I mean, both of them are you know kind of on injured reserve right now, both Chisholm and, and uh-huh. uh, Adam. And but yet they uh, they can draw a huge crowd. They they were out in Atlanta and had biggest line we've ever experienced i mean yeah making me think we need to start getting you know ropes or something you know but uh <laughs> now they're super good dudes i'm yeah. bummed they're both hurt uh but love having them being part of the team this year yeah adam Entenap, he's been on the pulp show a ton and uh i know the guy pretty well and you think maybe if you hear him on the pulp mx show you think like oh it's a bit of an act or something but then you actually meet him and you realize that that is the way he is he is wide open a great guy loves the fans and uh, mm-hmm. and is a damn good rider at that oh yeah yeah i mean i feel like i'm at the red Bud or something except people yell out seven deuce deuce there'll be a huge crowd <laughs> i'll be sitting there talking to him and like out of the midst of the crowd you hear some deuce deuce and he'll just yeah you know it's, I mean, people love that guy. Yeah, you know, he's, it's, he's been a lot of fun to have around. I mean, super respectful. Loves his loves the yeah uh, the crowd. I mean, he's super good. I mean, he'll sit out there and sign stuff until they turn the lights off on him. Right? No, no, he's a good just, dude. Just loves the people. Absolutely, he's people's champion. And so, any plans to go for th- a third guy? <laughs> Are you going to roll the dice again? No, I think <laughs> I think we've uh, we've kind of made our bet for this for Supercross season. I mean, we. Definitely, you know, Chiz is going to be getting – he's already in rehab and getting his arms all worked out. And hopefully, you know, a little PT will get that thing uh, strengthened up. He was going to try and make the last couple races, and I've been really talking him out of it. I'm like, dude, yeah. let's, let's just get you strong. Right. Let's come out and have a, an awesome outdoor season. This will be the first time we've, we've uh, ran the team outdoors. I mean, with, with uh, Bracken and Sean, uh, you know, it's always just been a Supercross-only deal. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, so we're we're pretty excited to go outdoors. I mean, we've got some other plans, you know, that we're working on for outdoors, so we're pretty excited. Yeah, cool. Good to hear, yeah. Uh, let's get into the fantasy a little bit. For people who don't know, like I said, it's top five and 450s. There's a wild card that's important. It's uh, it's free to play. It's $100,000 in prizes throughout the season. Uh, top prize this year, which is uh, too late to win now, but um, it's a 2016 Toyota Tacoma or a race prep yep. Cowie 450 and 250F. Um, and but, but right now, if you still get in, it's free to play. Ten, uh, ten prizes after each round, and you get a new chance to win every week. And uh, powered by Rocky Mountain ATV MC, premier source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Ray, you and I were talking about this game. The overall winners of this game, you were telling me, 
are not necessarily guys who win week in and week out. Like the, the the guys who win week in and week out sometimes gamble, and then it comes through and they win the week. But the dudes who take home the top prizes are just consistent every week. Yeah, the, the everyone that I've talked to so far, they have yet to win like a weekly prize. Yeah, crazy. So, I mean, they're right. they're just good at knocking down two or three right picks a week, and and uh, they just plunk along, and next thing you know, they're they're on top. I mean. We were looking at some stats the other day, and and like this week, there's literally not been two people make the like win a weekly prize. There's not been anyone that's won two weekly prizes. Wow, so that, that's yeah. how hard it is yeah. to to end up on top in a week. I mean, there's been a you know, at the we could have like I don't know 150, 180 people that have won weekly prizes, and and there you go. Right. You know, I mean, it's just. Yeah, it uh, it's it's a it's a tough game. It, you would think it's easy because it's you know four fifties top five and then a little wild card. But man, like I said, it's the one I suck at the most. Moto Dynasty and Motocross Fantasy, I'm doing way better at. Although I shouldn't be that hard on myself. I'm eleven thousands out of sixty four thousand, so I guess I'm yeah. in the upper you know upper end of things. But uh, last week in Atlanta, the only guy I got well, it was a weird top five. To be fair, the only guy I got right was Ryan Dungey winning. And 13th place, I picked Will Hahn because he had averaged 13th place was the wild card, and it was Michael Lessey. So I only got 25 yep. points this week. And this week for Daytona, wild card is 7th, which again, Ray, that's tough, man. That's way tough. It yeah, is. It could, be, it could be anywhere from Eli Tomac to, you know, I don't know. Yep. I mean, it could be anyone. Uh, I, yeah, this week was it was so bad. I, I kind of gambled on uh, Kenny coming out after being so dominant uh-huh. at, at Arlington. I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to bet on that cat again. He's going to come out all super pumped and 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 ready to to take it to Dungey because I mean he just flat out handed it to Dungey in Arlington. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, let's give the kid benefit of the doubt. He's been getting better and better. You know, I, I put him as first and Dungey second. So. The whole race, you know, and the rest of my picks were jacked because I had <laughs> yeah. that on short, and short, you know, got knocked out. I mean, that, yep. that scared me. That, that's a bummer to see him get hurt again. And but uh, so my wild card was already out, and then the mix was just shot to hell. And and I'm sitting there watching, and I actually scared the people in front of me because when <laughs> that last lap came around and they came up on uh, Stewart, yeah, I could tell he was going to race them to not get past it. I start screaming, you know, get out of the way, get out of the way. And, like, the people in front of me, like, literally started getting out of the way. And I'm like, no, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, um, I would have got Dungey right, right if Moose Gam would have taken the win, but oh, well. couple things going for this weekend, too, though. Like, Daytona is unique. It's the only race like it. There are weird things that can happen to Daytona, Um from time to time. And I've got some stats in front of me. So your wild card is seventh this week. Uh, Marvin Muscan, he averages mm-hmm. a 7.4 um, through the first uh, uh, eight rounds here. So, but, but coming off an almost win, I don't think he's a good pick. Like, I think this is, Marvin's going to use this thing to do even better. Now, Kennard's got two sevenths this year, but those yeah. were in the first two races. And I feel like Kennard's a top five or crash guy. Davey has gotten two sevenths. Davey Millsaps, but he rode great in Atlanta. So I'm thinking like he's going to maybe be a better guy. So I don't know anymore, Ray. I really don't know. I got the average for the seventh, but everybody I look at, whether it's Millsaps, Kennard, or, or, or Muscan, who averages a 7.4, I don't like any of those guys for seventh place for different reasons. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and then you got to look at it. This is more of an outdoor track, so who's a little bit better outdoors? I mean, you know, uh, Moose Ken's definitely solid outdoors. So is Millsaps. I mean, yep. Millsaps a great outdoor rider. So, huh, yeah, I, I, yep. I tell you, it, it's a mess. And, you know, is Millsaps going to be all amped up from being top five? Or right. is he going to, you know, I don't know. The, uh, uh, it, it, it's a mess. It is. I mean, honestly, I, I – you know, I could see Porcel getting a seventh. I could see Pike getting a seventh. What What do you yep. think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think. I mean, where's Purcell kind of averaging? I mean, he, he Purcell's got, be, he's a thirteen yeah. average, but he's been bad, better the last two weeks. So now, yeah. you know, maybe now he's starting to be a top ten guy. I mean, you know, the whole thing is trying to pick, trying to be smart, but yet. You know, not pick who you want. I mean, I'd like to see Pike get up there. I mean, it, yeah. I feel bad. It seems like I don't know if it's just been – I don't know what the deal is. I mean, he, he's he been so strong, and then it seems like he got the wind knocked out of his sails after the whole uh, freezy thing. And I don't know if that's been in his head. I don't know yep. what the deal is. Yep. I'd love to see that cat get up there, you know, get top five or even, you know, if seventh works. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean – you know, and, and it, it's kind of a short start, so I think uh, people that are good on the trigger uh-huh. are going to get out front and, and run well. Gosh, I you yeah. know, I, I I just don't know. <laughs> I think <laughs> I, hate to I say that. I know I, I'm uh, with you. Like I, I like I said, I got the stats in front of me about who's got seventh the most and who averages seventh. But I don't like any of those guys for different reasons. So it's tough. Um, when yeah. you get in the top five in the four fifties, like what we've been telling guys every week is right now at this point, Ryan Dungey or Kenny Roxon should be 1-2-2-1, two, two, one, however you want. Now, obviously, Marvin did great in Atlanta, but I don't think we can start banking on them. If you want to go by odds, Dungey and Roxon yeah. seem to be separating a little bit. But I kind of like Chad to get into this top five. He loves Daytona. Now, obviously, he loves got, Daytona and yeah, done well. He's done well there. Well, he got third Tomac last week. So well, too. I mean, yep. Tomac, he's a, he's a great outdoor rider. Uh, you know, if he gets up there and starts banging around in the top five, I mean, that's going to knock somebody down. Yep. So, I mean, is Anderson going to fall down into sixth, seventh, you know? Yeah. I, or is he going to be – is he going to still be in the top five and, you know? I, I don't know. I think I think this is the week I put Chad and Tomac between three and five, in some somewhere in there. I go Dunge yeah. first. I go Kenny second. I'll put Reed and – Tomac somewhere either three four three four five, so I got one more spot left because I, I like yeah I like Tomac's ability at Daytona, the ruts and the dirt and the outdoorness of it, and um, yeah. and then Chad I think that goes well and he had he's coming off some confidence so I need one more guy there, and if you go by the stats it should be Jason Anderson up there, yeah you know yeah I mean he's such a you know he's a big guy and he's, you know he's he hangs off the back the yeah Baker he, factory yeah. yeah I mean he's. He's got his fitness where it needs to be. He's riding like a, you know, like a champion. Yep. I think he's definitely going to be top five again, you know, barring yeah. some kind of, you know, that that's the same thing. Like I had Seeley and Anderson again last week, and then they bang <laughs> into each other and fall right. over. So yeah. yeah, as long as we could just keep those two cats away from each other, I yeah. think we'd be all right. I like the dudes like Dunge, Anderson, Marvin, uh, Chad. I like the dudes that live in Florida. It's the, it, they do, it's a, a lot of the same dirt. Like when Chad creates his Daytona section at his house, it is exactly what they're racing in Daytona, just the silty yep. black dirt. So I like those guys and all the Baker's factory that you mentioned. 
I like all of them to do well. Um, so yeah, maybe you know maybe we we got six guys if you want to say it. We got uh, Dunge, Roxon, Tomac, Marvin, Anderson, and Reed. All the Baker's Factory plus Tomac and Reed um, and Roxon, and we got six guys for five spots. So. I don't like like I don't like Sealy to you know excel at Daytona. If you're going to go by the odds, I don't like Canard. Um, uh, Again, I just feel he's too risky right now. So, yeah, you know Canard could be. Why good is that guy not risky? I mean, yeah, yeah. Trust me, I grew up in Oklahoma, so I love all the Okie boys. But my yeah. goodness, that kid he 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 can't seem to find that balance between too much and just enough. You yeah, know? yeah, no, absolutely. No, it's uh, it's got to be a, it's got to be a rough deal for him. His contract's up too. You know he's trying super hard, and every time you yeah. try harder and harder, you just end up on the ground, right? Yeah, yeah, so, it's a rough deal. Yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, to me, like, I like I like one of those guys in that order: Dungey, Roxon, Tomac, Reed, Anderson, Muscan. I think you can all go. I think that's your top six right there in some order. But of course, yeah. it doesn't really matter what I say because I won't get the wild card right. I just won't. <laughs> I Seriously, I'm sure I'm just gonna like put a dartboard up and start throwing a dart at it. I might as well. Yeah, I think I'm. I, I, every time I do it, I think, oh yeah, I've really popped this out, and the guy, <laughs> it, there's like ten spots from it. You know? um, Brayton and Millsaps have averaged an eight point three and an eight point eight this year. They might yeah. be a good seventh place guy right there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean. Those guys have been, you know, they've been turning it up for sure. And like I said, Millsteps, I feel like he's he's pretty solid down there. Yeah, he's, yeah. Is, is there yeah. any chance of rain? Have you heard any? I haven't. I haven't, the weather. No, I haven't either. I'm not going this weekend. Actually, I'm actually missing it. So. Wow. Yeah. You are? Yeah. First time I've missed yeah. Daytona in maybe 12 years, 13 years, something like that. Hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, we're doing the. Uh, we're doing some amateur stuff down there. Oh, my cool. wife, my crazy wife, is actually driving there right now. She's oh, somewhere geez. in the middle of Texas oh. as we speak. So. <laughs> that should but, be. Shouldn't uh, that be you driving, right? <laughs> I can't be gone for three weeks. So, <laughs> uh, you know, she was dead set on going. I'm like, all right, I'll see you out there. So I'm flying in on Friday. And, right. And uh, then we do the amateur stuff. You know, right. It's 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 such a hodgepodge of stuff going on out there. You know. Yeah. Outdoor events and the Supercross and amateur events and yeah and uh, so yeah it's it, it's a good time for that it's a good concentration of that stuff but yeah there's no way I can I can be gone for three weeks so <laughs> good luck wifey yeah really all right well we got it before we leave you got to give me a seventh give me your seventh place guy I will go with Brayton I'm gonna say Millsaps okay yeah either one should be good I think so. Uh, again, it's uh, rmfantasysx.com. It's a very, very popular game. Lots of prizes. That's probably why it's really popular. You guys give away a shit ton of prizes, right? So that's probably why. And uh, it's free to play, which is even better. Do you play any Moto Dynasty or Motocross Fantasy, or do you only stick to your own league? Yeah, dude, I barely have time to play my own thing. I mean, I don't know how many times it's been like 6.30, and I realize that I've got just minutes to throw my pick, so... <laughs> Actually, uh, we were we were talking in a race, and that was what happened. It was right before the night show, and you were like, "Oh, I got to get my picks in." That's right. Yeah, I think it was at Arlington. Yeah, right. it, it, I just I don't know how anybody runs like multiple picks. I mean, I uh, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I probably should. I, I need to to just see what's going on out there and see yeah. if there's some you know if there's something that we could do better. You know, I mean it's. I mean, luckily we like you said we have some great partners. We got a lot of ton, you know, ton of great uh, partners that came in, and gave a lot of things away, and and made this, you know, yeah. at, at least it's 
pays off, you know. But uh, but yeah, I should probably check it out and make sure that that uh, yeah, you know, the game's at least compelling. I'm with you because yeah, it takes a lot of time up for sure. Well, um, check out RockyMountainATVMC.com for anything you need for uh, power sports gear, parts, and accessories. Go to RM Fantasy SX to play the game. Even if even if you haven't played yet, go in and sign up. There's a uh, Racer X podcast league as well on there. And uh, and Ray, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for the support. And uh, I will see you in Toronto, where I will once again tell you about how I did not get the wild card right. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, see you, man. Hey, thanks, Steve. Bye. All right, thanks, Ray. Thanks for that uh, fantasy talk. RMFantasySX.com. With me now on the line, Parabinos is gone from Pro Taper. JT is gone. Parabinos may be calling back in. But with me on the line, our other fantasy guru, Athena and Get Ignitions, uh, Dan Truman. What's up, Truman? Oh, not a whole lot. Just a uh, busy week down here. Busy week down in Florida. So. First off, you th- you're the one who told us Marty was going to win. You said over and over and over. And you did not pick him in Motocross Dynasty? Um, no, I actually didn't. <laughs> that was your guy. It was my guy. It's kind of like a win-win, though. You know, like if I pick him and he loses, I, like I feel like I really let him down. And if I don't pick him but he wins, I feel like it's a win for him, and, you know, I'm still happy for the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. that makes sense to anybody. I, I told everybody Marty was going to win. You did. Tons of, ton, tons of people, uh, you know, tweeted and, and said, you know, they picked Marty thanks to me, and and honestly, the feedback for the last few weeks has been crazy. Uh, you know, thanks to everyone that does listen. It's it's kind of cool to yeah. to hear more and more people every week go, oh, you know, I finally listened to the show. It's you know, it's fun and and so forth. And uh, yeah, I no. mean, surprise of the week was surprise of the week was Alex Fry, right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, people listen to this thing. Maybe they can tell your guys to get you know that they could come on board, except for there's just one thing they don't like about the show. <laughs> <laughs> There's one major, major thing for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> the Italians are not a big fan of Steve Pappas. <laughs> Dan, uh, Dan, ask the guys again if they want to come on the Pulp Show or on the Fantasy Show. <laughs> they don't like you. <laughs> uh, uh, it's hard to convince them. No, it's yeah. all right. I like it. First off, so let, let me cover a few things that we covered with Paul and JT. Um, Baggett's coming back, and we saw Stu. Is there any way you put Stu in top 12? Still no? We saw Stu. We saw Stu. Which Stu? Malcolm Stewart? No. The seven. The seven. (laughs) Oh, the seven. Yes. Oh, yeah, he was there. Um, Yeah, I don't put James in my top 12. All right. And where do you you, – You put him there? No, everybody agreed with you. I'm just asking. Yeah. Um, Okay. And Baggett, JT and I say not a top 12 guy necessarily. Paul is stamping him in the top 12. What do you think? Yeah, I feel like he took time off and, and got ready this time. So Okay. Um I think I have to go with Paul on this one. We know he's good like there. He yeah, we know he's good yeah, there. Yeah. Not, not even there. I mean he obviously that's would be his best supercross. Um but I think he took his time to get healthy this time. I think he was rushed back originally and now that Suzuki has some guys on the track, I think he took a few weeks off and, and I'll put him I'll put him tenth, eleventh, twelfth in my Moto Dynasty. Yeah, so we're in that area. Yeah, so not to repeat the podium he got last year, but also but to finish in the top 12. Um, yeah. yeah. A couple guys from last week, so if if you want to put him in your top 12, you look at the Moto Dynasty guys. I I said that I like the top 12 from Atlanta, except I would I would drop Bogle and Porcel and perhaps put uh, Trey Kennard back in. You have to put Trey in the top 12. And so that leaves one more spot. That I guess you would put Baggett, or who would you drop from the top twelve in Atlanta 
to slide Baggett and Kennard in? It's tough, you know, because uh, obviously, like us all, we, we probably had Kennard in our top 12 last week. Yep. Um, and, and he wasn't there. So uh, it'll go off practice times, you know, if anybody gets hurt or, or what. It's really tough to say because you could, you could just put the same top 12 from last weekend and, be, and possibly be fine and yep. have those 12 guys in again. Yep. You know, um, I don't think Stu gets in there. I don't. I don't think Stu is 100. percent He's not the Stu that we've all seen. Um, I still think Trey's top 12. I don't know what's up with Pike. You know, he has crashes here and there. I hear he's okay, but then I hear he's hurt. So, you know, but I think he'll be better at an outdoor track too. So, I think your style. your buddy Chad, you got to start putting him in the top five for Daytona. You can even put him up hey. higher if you gave him a podium spot. I would not. I would not uh, judge you harshly on that. I, I would, I would, I could see that very easily happening. Yeah, I put him six last week, and you know we all said that top five was kind of a lock. And yep. obviously we we don't know what we're talking about because yes. Marvin and Davey and Brayton. So really, we don't know what we're talking about. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, clearly. So I, I think that I'll have Chad in in my top three this weekend. He's got a little confidence going on. I know they made some changes with the bike, and I think they made some progress and some stuff he's been fighting lately. Mm-hmm. So I, I I wouldn't be against putting Chad in the top three at all this weekend. Yeah, so. I agree. Uh, last week you were very big on a certain Marshall Welton, and he came yeah. through with a 15th. Are you happy with that? I mean, you got some players, some points. Yeah, he was, you know, I think he was the sixth overall pick in, in motocross fantasy as far as points go. He was better than 15th. Um, he had a crash, but then again, so did Tonus and some other guys that maybe beat him this weekend. Yeah, so McElrath. Yeah, I, I I was high on Marshall as far as it's his first Supercross ever, yep. and he's a, you know essentially a privateer with some help from JGR and Justin Barsha. So I don't think 12th to 15th is really kind of where I had him. He was a handicap eight in motocross. Yeah, fans, no, you so didn't I mean, pro- you didn't promise victory. You just said, hey, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna pick you're gonna, this guy's gonna get you some points. Yeah, and and he was a good pick. I think you know. If you didn't pick Daniel Herlin in motocross fantasy, I don't know what you were watching or or what. You know, he had been racing, like I said last week. He had been racing arena cross. He won the East Coast title. So I knew he was in shape and racing, but he just had some terrible luck going down in both the heat and the LCQ. But, you know, that, that's the way fantasy goes. Yep. So. All right, let's get into motocross fantasy. Like I said at the beginning of the show, four riders can't pick the same ones two weeks in a row. It's a handicap league. I killed it, but then I think everybody did. I got 126 points in 450s and 104 in 250s. I'm uh, I'm ranked uh, 90th, series ranked 90th with 1453. That's not bad. You're getting. I feel like you're getting better. Don't you agree? Yeah, I do. And you guys always make fun of me, but yeah, I feel like I'm I'm getting better at this and worse at I'm getting worse at um at Moto Dynasty because I've had two weeks in a row so. I think in motocross fantasy, if you were able to dodge the bullets this weekend of Nicoletti, Hahn, and Short, yeah. then you had a good you had a good week. Right. I unfortunately had Short on my team. I know a lot of us that played had Short and Hahn, and and that that just would ruin your weekend. I, I believe JT had had two of them, and um, and that that'll just hurt you, you know, at twenty points or or thirty points. I I played it safe, which is totally against what I do, and I picked Trey Kennard, and he got me 11 points. That's that's why I don't play it safe. You pick what you think is a safe guy, yeah. and he's not safe. Yeah, JT you know? wanted, us, wanted us to tell everybody that he had the worst motocross fantasy week of his life. <laughs> so he was uh, um, he, wanted, he wanted us to, to, to but, know that. So who did you, you – I had 116 in, uh, in 250, so we must have had somebody different. Who did, who did you have? Um, in 250s, uh, I don't see where it says I can – 
or who I had. Um, you would you would have to look at choose riders. Yeah, I had out. I had Bloss, Durham, oh, okay. Herline, and Jesse Wetland. Yeah. So I had Wetland, too. I was high on Wetland all day. I thought he was good, and, and he came together with, I think, uh, Tonus in the main event. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and it really hurt us. He got fourth in the heat race. Uh, I had Wetland and Dakota Alex, who got third in that heat race. So, oh, you had Alex? Dakota got 40, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he got 44 points, too. So uh, he was good. I, I had a good – I had three good guys, uh, Dakota Alex, Wetland, um, and I didn't pick Marshall Wetland <laughs> or Welton either. <laughs> Welton, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I told everybody to pick them, but I just felt like I felt like there were better picks. I thought there was going to be four guys who got fifty points, and I felt like he was going to be like in the thirty-six range. Right, right. Um, so I had her line, of course, who who got oh, zero last line. week, but he'll get, he'll get fifty this week. No worries for anybody. Anybody who can pick them, go ahead and pick them if you um, want fifty points. So yeah, would you go back to her line for this week? Uh, he's a double. He's a red twelve, a gray twelve. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I would pick him. I would pick him in a heart. Oh, you're going to be so mad. You're going to be so mad. You're going to be so mad. I had him in my top 12 in, in Motocross Dynasty. Did, Motocross did you really, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, I mean, he qualified 10th. He was good all the practices. Right. The other guy I had was Durham. Uh, you know, Durham was the best pick of the weekend. Yeah. And uh, he was he was fast all day, and I didn't know if he could do 15 laps, but he got a good start, and yeah, yeah he stayed there. Well, not he only that, he, he actually passed so, Tyler Bowers with two laps to go. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. I, I think that was the I think that was the worst we've seen of of Tyler of the year, though. So. I hope so. Yeah, for his sake, because that's not. Gonna... <laughs> I did have him. At, he he's the only one I got right in motocross uh, motocross Dynas, or dynasty, though. Oh so. wow, you had him in eighth. You put him in eighth. <laughs> yeah. That's shocking. The only one I got. I, I couldn't. So here's what I did. If anyone anyone cares, I couldn't decide on the 250 East Coast. So I was so confused. So I just uh, put the top 12 in practice times in my list. Exactly oh, like they were wow. in practice. Okay, it's and, always something. And to do. Tyler was eighth, and I just couldn't decide. I, I thought Martine would win, but Mookie was fast, so I was like, "All right, Mookie wins," right. you know, right. and just went down the line. And I, I said, "How bad can it go?" And it went real bad. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, like we said, though, it went bad for a lot of people. Okay, so yeah. two fifty motocross fantasy um, Daytona. Who do you like right now? Who do, who do you like? I mean, Herline, yeah, okay, we like that. Neither one of us can pick them, but we like them. For twelve, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. Do do we start looking at like outdoory guys for for Daytona already? Or I don't think or so. Do we just stick no. to straight Supercross? I don't Supercross think so. Only. Do you? I don't know. Like you got to be in a little bit better shape. You think, right? I you know who else? I, you know who else I like is Bloss at a six on a cycle trader bike. But guess what? I picked him last week. I, I do. I do like Bloss. I like Tonus. I think Tonus is a great pick. Um, Eleven. He's a one. He's a, yeah. He's a one. Yeah. So you got you got to think that. Um, I don't like I don't like Jimmy Albertson. Uh, no, nothing against Jimmy. I think he had a great ride last weekend, but yep. um, I don't I don't think a fourteenth is good uh, this weekend. I mean, I think he could be twelfth to fourteenth, but I I don't think that pays off huge. Right. The picks are tough this week. Uh, Paul Coates. He made the main event last weekend. Yep. He got a lot of points. Um, he's a he, ten. He'll be someone on my radar this weekend. He would be one of my. One of my big guys to gamble with. Right. So, um, if if I could pick anyone right now, I would pick Daniel Herlin, Arnold Tonis, Rodriguez, and and is it Bloss or 
Benny Boss. Yeah, Benny Boss. Yeah. Um, Benny Boss. Those would be my four. A-Rod scares the crap out of me, dude. He's a nine, but he scares the crap out of me. Got, can work with speed, though, right? <laughs> I guess so. Um, yeah, they've tightened up the picks. I wish McElrath shouldn't be single points. He got dead yeah. last. I mean, come on. And he's hurt, too. Yeah, he's not even 100%. His hand or wrist is all still jacked up. Oh, come on. So You know a guy's hurt when he comes into the first East Coast Supercross and he's got hand guards on his bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah good point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so while Herline and Bloss, I think, are the two best picks, and I can't pick either one of them, uh, Durham's a single I, single point, so he's not he's off everybody's radar. He should well, be anyway. Welton's, Welton's a seven. That's, I don't hate that. You know, mm-hmm. he's uh, 15th last weekend. You got to think he's going to improve a little bit now. They maybe got some of the butterflies out, so right. I can pick him. I didn't pick him last weekend, so you know, depending on practice times, he could he could definitely be on my team. Is there any outdoor guys that you talked about that you would go to? Like, like what about Audet? Like just a steady. He's not blazing fast, but Daytona is going to claim a lot of dudes. It's dark. There's shadows. It gets rough. It's long. Can't, can't you see Gannon Audet just putting 15 laps together, and then before you know it, he's 10th? Yeah, for sure. And Justin Starling, too. You know, he's from uh, basically Daytona. Uh-huh. Um, so he's grew, grew up riding in, in that dirt and that stuff. And so like an Audet or a, or a Starling, I could see putting those guys on my team. For those guys, though, I look at the heat lineup. In the 250 class, Sometimes the heats are just way overloaded, and and if if those guys got to go to the LCQ, in my opinion, if they're you know the nine, ten, eleven guys in the heat, I I'll stay away from them. Yeah, I just I get too that LCQ is so hard to get into these days. It seems like <laughs> it's I yeah. mean no. every weekend. No, you're right. I haven't had eight. I don't think I've had eight guys in the main event since since Anaheim won. Really? So, oh wow. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah, it's been a while. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Good. Motocross fantasy. Uh, let's go into four uh, fifties. I had Michael Lessie, who paid off pretty well. Vince Freeze, who was okay. Um, I also had Nick Schmidt, who did not give me a lot of points, but at least he made the main. And um, who was my fourth guy? Purcell, probably. Oh, Bogle. Bogle. Oh, Bogle. Who, yeah, Bogle was it. the best pick. Yeah, Bogle killed yeah, you did, it. Yeah, you did good. Yeah, I, I had Bogle and, and Short were my two, like, I yeah. thought were for sure's. Yep. Uh, short was not a for sure, and then I was like, I'm going to play it safe. I'm going to go Trey Kennard, 11 points, and uh, Chad Reed. He got 25, so um, I thought Chad would be inside the top seven, and I figured out at a six last week. You know, that's 25 points, and if you can get 20 to 25 points out of your guys every week, I think you can be in the top overall. Um, so, motocross fantasy, Paul Perbinos from Pro Taper. Welcome back to the show. Um, the Ortega Highway got you. Got your cell service. So, a couple guys, you know, we didn't touch on Josh Grant. He's racing this weekend, and that was my bad for not bringing him up as far as a top 12 guy, but I don't know if I have him in a top 12 spot. Um, And for motocross fantasy purposes, Josh Grant is an 8, which I like, but I don't know if I put him in the top 12. What do you think, Dan? Um, I've actually been with Josh the last two days here in Florida. Um if anybody doesn't know, he's really good on a dirt bike. Yes, got a lot of ta- got a lot of talent. Um, he's racing one race. I, he's not going to be on my team. I don't know what the, I don't know what the plan is overall. If he's just going to have fun or right or what the what the deal is. Um, but uh, I don't think I can pick him. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I don't, I don't like know a, if he's going to finish. 
I certainly yeah. don't like a guy to jump in round eight at Daytona and come through with a stellar ride. Um, and I, and I, but, but you know his practice times will be right up there. If anybody could do it, he's one of the guys I think that could be a, a right. top 12 guy. Right. Uh, and, you know, he has speed. I, you know, he doesn't pull off a lot, but I just – I don't know. I, I don't know what – like – what drive he has, really. I don't know if he's trying to get a ride or if he's trying to have fun. Well, you got to think so. that Cowie spot is prime for taking for him if he shows any effort, desire to want it. You know? Maybe maybe Paul would know Maybe Paul would know yeah. better than me. Paul, what do you think? Where do you put Grant? Definitely in the top 18. Right. But top 12? I mean, I don't know. Again, he, I, I agree with what Dan said and the guy's gnarly, and, and he's the type of guy that he doesn't have to be riding and racing, and, like, he's weird like that. Like, I mean, I've been on road bike rides with a guy, and and he can, like, be at, like, a 180 heart rate, and he's having a conversation with you. Like, he's just very good at suffering, I guess you can say. Um, so, I, I I don't see how I could not have him on my team if he's an eight. Like, he's better than that. He's not – who got 18th this weekend? Uh, 18th? It was, uh, yeah. Kyle Cunningham. So, well, we lost. Yeah, I agree with Paul. I mean, I watched him do motos yesterday with Chad, and, I mean, yeah. he, he looks like he didn't miss a beat, you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like I said, if, he, if he's really trying to get a ride or something like that, then maybe he's going to go and be a top 10 guy. Yeah. He's definitely talented enough to do it. I just don't know if he's just like, hey, I'm going to Florida to have fun, right? And going to race Daytona while we're here fishing, or like, yeah. I don't know what is, I don't know what the he's, story. Is. He's happy living so. in the now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I mean, he's going to be top eighteen, like Paul said. I mean, he's almost got to be on everybody's team, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. Like we're all on the fence. Like he could easily get a tenth. And kill it for fantasy purposes. He could also very easily uh, make the main event, fall down, and ride off. Like, that's just such a... You guys agree with me? Like, th- those things could easily both happen. Yeah, for sure. I, right. he, he could be, during lap 15, he could be drinking a Coors Light in the, in the staging area, cheering on cheering on his friends. Right. I, I mean, right. or maybe he gets maybe he gets eighth. I don't know. Eighth, tenth? Right. It's it's hard. I mean, but you got to think he's going to be top eighteen. You know, that's yeah. kind of a given. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to put Josh Grant at eighteen. I think that's that's kind of crazy. Right. Um, <laughs> another guy coming back is Nick Way. He's a twelve. Do we like Nick Way, Paul? Um. We like him, I of course. Nick, yes. I love Nick Way if he's in the main event. Okay, but is he in the main event? First time out. That's that's the iffy part. Yeah, I agree. If he, I wish I could. If he makes the main event, he's a twelve. He's on my team all day because that guy is in shape and he's not going to quit. But hey, he hasn't raced in a long time. I know he's been practicing. He's been testing. He's speed's fine. I know all that. But racing's a different deal, and you got to get a start. You, I mean, it's going to be a four lap LCQ. He's probably going to be there. And can he get it done? I hope so. If, 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 if he's on my team, I really hope so because he'll be a huge pick in the main event if he's in the main event, but that's the biggest. Um, Dan, what do you think about Nick Way? I think I think he makes the main event. He went the, he he skipped Atlanta, wasn't he supposed to come back to Atlanta but he wanted another week to get ready. That wasn't that the, the story? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he was, yeah. 
he's not going to come back unless he's ready to race. He's done this before. He doesn't want to show up and and not make the main event. Okay. And like I agree with you, if he's in the main event, he's he's a good pick. Um, who who got you know? You look at the last few weeks of who's getting in the main event. I think he's better than some of those guys. Um, but I do think he's in the LCQ. But we have seen we, we did lose guys, right? We, we lost so. some guys this weekend. Yeah, we lost Short. We lost Wilbur. So yeah, that's so, that's gonna make it a little easier. But we got Baggett and Grant and Way. So I mean, Baggett yeah. and Grant basically replaced Short and uh, Short and Han. Yeah, yeah. So, and I yeah. think they, they both make the main. Um, um. So you're saying the cat and Heath Harrison have issues getting into the main this week? I don't put Heath Harrison in the main event. I mean, he, good for him last weekend. He wrote great. Um, AJ actually was pretty impressive all day. He was pretty fast. He, yeah, he, um, he is pretty good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he could easily make the main. But, you know, all, we've seen in previous weeks things happen. And Nick Way's a smart rider. He usually keeps himself out of uh, out of danger. And uh, I, I'm going to put him in the main event. So then he's on your team with a 12. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right yeah. now, I would put Nick Way and Josh Grant on my team like two guys that are pretty much that anybody can pick because they didn't race last weekend. So yeah, the board's kind of open to those guys. Wow, everyone's going to pick Baggett, Grant, and Way. Do you guys agree, Paul? I will. <laughs> I, I think I will too. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, maybe one of those things is a disaster for him, but those are three easy picks. Give me picks. So yeah, you have to, and it might be one of those things where the whole league does it. So you have the option of, oh, I'm going to go the opposite way of the entire league, and maybe it'll pay off huge for me because that can actually be a two-week payoff because you'll have that person the next week. But if it goes well, you're losing out on a shit ton of points. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You're rolling. You're rolling the dice. Uh, Paul, how did your Moto Fantasy go last week? Your Motocross Fantasy. JT wanted to inform everybody that was the worst week of fantasy in his life. It was awful. It was <laughs> awful. I had Will Hahn and I had Andrew Short. Oh, uh, So they didn't do good. But I did have Justin Bogle, who crushed it, and I did have uh, Justin Brayton, who crushed it. So that salvaged. But in 250s, um, I had Daniel so you, Hernline, you actually had like the, You had the top two? You had the top two and the worst two. That's pretty solid. I mean, yeah, that's how it goes. Who'd you have? That's Sorry. You had, you had who? Wetland? Or Welton? Oh, oh, me? Yeah. I had um, I had Herline. Um, I had uh, Dakota Alex, uh, who was, I think, a good fit. I had Luke Renslin, who did not work out. And then I was pissed that everyone's going to pick him at Daytona with a higher handicap. I was going to lose more points twice in a weekend. But unfortunately for him, he got hurt. Um, fortunate for my fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and then I can't remember who my other guy was, but um, it wasn't Darren Durham. I know that. Yeah, I had Durham. It was either yeah. it was either Welton or Wetland, I think. One of those. It was Went. It was Wetland. Yeah. Who, who? Yeah. Who? Who performed well in the heat, but then crashed out. So. Well. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't very good. Yeah, Baggett, Grant, and Way people in the poor fifties. That's our pick right now. Your fourth guy. Tommy Hahn's pretty good at an 11. Dan, um, what do you think? Nicoletti at a 10, who's got a banged-up knee. But Daytona is Nicol- kind of Nicoletti place. Nicolet- I, I can't pick Nicoletti. Nicoletti's becoming a fantasy killer. He really is. <laughs> he, he 
he's getting up yeah. there. Like he's in. He's knocking on the Aldridge door. Like he's there. He's knocking like, on the Aldridge door. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, he's finished one race this year without crashing, right? One main event. Is that correct? Yes. Thanks. Yes. Yeah. Thankfully, I picked him that weekend, and I haven't picked him any other weekend. Yeah, you won the lotto. Like I, 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 I Tommy Hahn at eleven. He's burned me many times, but I think he's good at eleven, yeah. especially at Daytona. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah. were gonna, if you were going to pick him at a track, confidence and everything else, Daytona be a good track. <clears throat> Connie, you, know, you could go. Yeah, I was gonna say you could go Cunningham. Cunningham, Cunningham at a ten. Yeah. Yeah, Cunningham and Hahn are kind of flip a coin for that that spot. You know, Cunningham was 18th last weekend though, which I don't think was that great. And he had to go to the LCQ. Um, so yeah, you could go either way on those two. All right, sound good with you, Paul? Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe I go my fourth guy. I do a Dungey or somebody, but yeah, it's, right. You got to have eight guys in the main events, and I haven't been able to really do it since round two. So maybe I'm not the best person to be giving it. <laughs> but man, yeah, Tommy Hahn and and, uh, and uh, what was the other one you said, Dan? Cunningham. Tommy Cunningham. 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 Yeah, I mean they're both all right. That's but I don't know, man. I'm not 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 pumped about it. All right. Well, that's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast, protaper.com. Paul Parabinos, Dan Truman from Get JT, who's long gone. Thanks to JT. Uh, Motocross Fantasy, rmfantasysx.com, and Moto Dynasty available on Racer X Online. I'm not going to Daytona, so please answer my text if I have some uh, questions about what's going on. So No Daytona, huh? You don't like Florida no more? Nah. Nope. Yeah, we'll be there. Me and Dan are gonna be there. We don't. We don't uh, miss the Florida race. We got. Well, you got the RC Amateur Supercross. You guys are ready for that. I know it's a big deal. Yeah, well, we're, I, I have we're another ready. reason to go. I guess I can say well, we're doing a collab thing with Cobra. They're doing like a factory edition bike, so I'm excited to like help launch that there. And, uh, oh, cool. Yeah, and we're both going for the, uh, the amateur race. So. Right. Awesome. James Stewart Motor. Real quick, James Stewart Motocross Fantasy. No one picks him out of 14. I mean, he got 14th last week. No, no, not Daytona. James is not in ideal <laughs> racing shape right now. So, but not Daytona, not the place he's really good at. He has cre- he has created memories for us at Daytona, <laughs> but it's also really right. rough. Just throwing that up there. <laughs> I know. All right, pick him, Dan. Pick him. Yeah, pick him. No, uh, the seven will not be on Dan's team. <laughs> Maybe Marvin will pick him. Right. All right. Hey, uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks. Man. All right. See ya. See ya.